Hey, it's uh, Riff City. Sure enough is. Riff. 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 Woo! Riff. Yeah. 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 What? Huh? Zip. Ready. Hit me with the LA weather report. You hot out there? Nah, it feels good out. It's nice and sunny. Okay. Nice and sunny, brah. Got a chill in the air? No? Uh, no, 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 no. Today. Not today. Feels good. What's, what's your optimal temp? I mean, I like it to be about 75. Woo! Hot. That's hot for you, brah? <laughs> I like a 60 degree day. 60 degrees. Well, you like to dress like, you know, you're down at the, you're a longshoreman, you're, you're unloading the boats. Yeah. I like jackets. You like jackets. I like, I like jackets and long pants. My man likes the jacket. What do you think, man? What do you think? Yeah. What do you think? Do you think I'd become a boot guy? Man, you're such a sneakerhead for you to become a boot guy would be a real left turn. I like a boot. I will boot this. <laughs> <laughs> you Canadian bastard. You got me again. I might become a boot man in my old age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe you boot, boot man. Dude, I'm creeping up on 40. I need to have more sensible shoes. You know what? You know who I recently have, uh, have become aware of? Who I really enjoy the way they dress as an old man? Who's that? Comedian Stephen Wright. Stephen Wright, huh? Man, that guy dresses just like a, a dehomed person, man. And he's just, you know, he's just rich. And he's just like, he just wears like little boots, some stained up jeans. He's got a shirt with five buttons blared open. He's kind of fat. He's got like a leather jacket on and a Boston Red Sox hat. And I'm like, man, that guy looks cool as shit. I mean, Stephen Wright seems like a guy. He got that money, and now he just does a little bit of touring and kicking. Yeah. Shows yeah, up. Yeah, that's what I'm talking I like that vibe of yeah. being like, yeah, man, I'm chilling, dude. I'm chilling, bro. I don't even need to have, like, expensive shit, you know? And I think he lives like, up in Maine or something. He's just a fucking. <clears throat> does he really? Yeah. Just a Maine dude. Living up there. Eating lobster rolls. Fucking hanging out. Well, he's a Boston guy. Yeah, but you know, Boston's so close to Maine. You know, he hit he head up to Maine, huh? Yeah, dude, just living Damn, up there. What a cool, what a fucking cool ass dude. Yeah, he's a cool dude, man. He's just up there getting Lyme disease, hanging out with Stephen King. <laughs> he's got a fucking a big ass beard. He shuffles around town, just like you know, just a guy that looks unhomed who probably has one of the most impressive homes. Off of going up and being like, paper's weird. That fucking rules, dude. <laughs> that rules. What a fucking life, man. Some people just figured it out, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, I'd like to start walking around in Crocs. I got a pair of Crocs. Man, <laughs> what are you talking about? You, you, you're bringing some these. weird energy today. You st- Look at these. Oh my goodness. You're like, could I be a boot guy? Now I'm wearing Crocs. I mean I wear I wear Crocs in the house. 
But I might bust them out in pub. Man, man, if you're busting out the Crocs in the public, it's because you're hearing this song. Myself. She was making Here I am. I just want a honey crisp apple. And, the down and I'm wearing footwear. That eight-year-old wear. Off the wind on this heavy live Marquesas. You got eight Wear Crocs. Walking through the city. Yeah, that shit rip. <laughs> yeah, you can just be down wearing your Crocs, going out on a houseboat. <laughs> Woo, dude, that is a fantasy of mine, Daddy. I'm talking about living aquatically. I like the thought. I mean, you dress like your uh, Steve Aquatica, or whatever the fuck. What was that, Steve Azusa? Life, life Aquatic with Steve Zissou. I'll tell you what, that movie did change me. You know, I love a uniform, but. The other thing is, if I could get a fucking houseboat yeah. and chill out there on that brown river, right. quivering on the river, dude, and I'm just sitting out there, I got everything. I got fucking Wi-Fi. I got a little podcast studio in the hall. Yeah, I'm yeah. sitting there fucking chilling. I got a couple decks. Yeah. Sit out there. Not a yacht. Just, you know, like a fucking something sick. I'm sitting out there. Maybe I got a cat out there. And I got my jet ski. And I fucking... Dude, I would love to have to go to the shore on my jet ski. Lock her up. Get my groceries. Back to my fucking boathouse, dude. That's the that's the sickest thing. That's the sickest thing ever. I would love to live on a boat, dude. I basically live like I live on a boat anyway right now. I remember one I time in a bucket. There, there's a bar on the high river called the Ludlow Bromley Yacht Club. Not a Yacht lot of club got wrecked by a boat. It got fucking housed by a barge. Dude was taking a little nappy poo and fucking. Took himself a fucking midday siest, dude. And fucking ripped. Luckily, it happened in like the middle, like maybe six in the mornings. If it had happened at night, man, it would have been like an epic tragedy, dude. <laughs> you know? Ooh, dude. I mean, it would have killed so many fucking hillbillies. Well, and, and regular people. And not all nah, nah, nah. I've been man. down there. I mean, I've seen Bronson Arroyo down there once. I mean, man, he's a fucking hillbilly, dude. <laughs> what are you talking about? He had a boat with a stripper pole on it. That guy's a hill. Yeah, well, all right. You've presented some good arguments, but uh, yeah. <laughs> he plays acoustic guitar. And he straightens his hair but you know this is a place i would hang and i remember i was down there one time we were at the end of the dock smoking a marijuana jay uh you know because you know kentucky if you smoke weed you go to jail forever and so we they shoot on sight <laughs> they shoot on sight if you got if you're burning that green green yeah. weed machine uh, yeah. <laughs> so we were at the end of the dock and we were blazing a joint of marijuana and my buddy goes, you see this houseboat here? The guy, try, he's trying to, he's like, I'm thinking about buying it. 
He's like, oh, it's only four grand. He's like, needs a lot of work. I'm like, all right. And then a couple dudes jumped on the houseboat and he showed them. I didn't jump on it. And then, uh, then we went back in the bar, had a couple more drinks. Then we went back to the dock into the dock again and smoked some more J's. Damn, you boys are tying one on. And we go back there, and then that the houseboat is sinking now. It's fucking oh. stinking off the side. <laughs> it's like turned like sideways, and then eventually it's just like bloop 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 and sinks. And like and then Gone. like this dude, shirtless dude with no shoes comes up with like like jean, cut off jean shorts. He's like, dude, we got to cut this fucker loose. It's gonna bring the whole fucking dock down. And he starts getting a knife out and starts cutting the fucking rope. No way. Yeah, he's like, it's gonna pull the whole thing down. You all right? Yep. No way, dude. Are you fucking serious? Yeah, man. And then my buddy was like, man, it was like the Titanic because he was high and we all laughed. Oh, man. Sorry. I got a phone call. I had to tell somebody to chill. Dude, That that. how do I not know that fucking story? I like how you were like, I didn't jump on the boat, but like whatever happened. Boat just like sank. I guess somebody they had to come and fucking fishing out of the river or some shit, you know. They they had to like go up underneath and get it. Well, it was like on the side of your dock or something, you know. It was like underwater, but I'm I'm sure there's like equipment they can raise a boat, you know. What a fucking crane! Yeah, I guess there's some you know water cranes or something. I don't know. They had to get it out of the fucking Damn. water because you That's know other wild. Bo- other boats are like docking there, so you can't have boats just fucking peeling in there they might fucking go over the top of a fucking wreck thing fuck their joint up so dude that would be my superpower i think if i could have a superpower my superpower you know magneto yeah magneto you know he he can he controls magnets yeah yeah i would like to be able to control water so what i'd like to do is i'd like to be able to just walk into the ohio river and moses it with my powers and pick up all the Rolexes and the, the change and the cell phones and all, you know, I'd like to go down there and, you know, find the treasures of, you know, there's <laughs> fault. My, my dad lost his teeth in Tennessee jumping off a waterfall. You know what I mean? I'd like to go get, go get those and be like, yeah, hey, I got your teeth. You know, I'd like to go, you know, I'd like to be able to go up <laughs> underneath the water with, with, with uh, zero restriction and uh, catch some treasures. All right. What do you think about that? I mean, it's a, it is a idea. (laughs) I like how you really, yes, ended my sick idea, dude. That's a good superpower controlling water. You know how bad I can fuck people up. I could dry your brain out. So you want to be like Aquaman? No, he talks to fish. I want to be like Magneto, but with water. Yeah. I want to be able to manipulate and control the motherfucking agua. I so, can't breathe underwater. I can still drown, but so, there ain't no drowning for Papa. So if somebody smells a flower, you could shoot water at them. Yes. <laughs> and actually, if somebody was to shoot, if a clown was to shoot water at a kid or some shit, <laughs> I could stop it and bend it back and put it up his nose. Mm. You know what I mean? I, I got that fucking zzz, uh, that water power, you know? All right. That's what I would be called. Waterito. Waterito. Or maybe I'd be called Aquaman. No, I would be called uh, uh, Waterboy. Waterboy. 
Yeah, King Water. King Water. H two ho. I would be called. I would be called something <laughs> sick, dude. And I would use my water powers for good. I would find people's watches, like I said. <laughs> I would find wallets. I would take some of the money for a small fee. I would. Oh, you know how much change is in the Ohio River, dude? I'd be a millionaire in a matter of days. I mean, that's a lot of change to be hauling around. <laughs> yeah, but but I get my boy Magneto, and he picks up all the coins. I get a percent. Booyah. Why didn't he ever do that? Is it picking up this microphone? <laughs> like, I will wait until, like, halfway no. through the episode. No, it's picking up the one on your headphones, but it sounds great. It does? Okay. Yeah, it's that one, yeah. Dude, I'll tell you what. Why is why didn't Magneto ever do that? Why has he got to be a supervillain? Why didn't he just why didn't he just pick up all the loose change in the world? He can fucking fly. Why didn't he just go around picking up all the change, hovering it, taking it to a fucking bank, and and being like, "But change all this shit. I'll see you in two years when I'm a billionaire." He never even thought about that, did you? Well, with great power becomes great responsibility. Yeah, yeah you should save your money. That's responsible. Yeah, yeah, he he felt like he Magneto. You know, if you're not careful, you're gonna end up being like the Falcon, and you'd be at the bank trying to get a loan and shit. Oh yeah, that's right. That, I did watch that episode. Falcon needed a loan, and they just denied his ass. They're like, "Yo, bro, we ain't giving you a loan. What'd you do? Save the world, bro? Yeah, what a bitch ass banker. I mean, there should be laws, you know. The the Falcon." He gets a he gets a loan. Captain America, of course, he gets a loan. Uh, Iron Man, he doesn't need a loan, but he could get one. How about the guy that shot Osama bin Laden? He can get any loan he wants. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, also is Falcon. Where, is he not getting paid for anything he's doing? Where where'd all his money go? That's what I'm saying. He he's got metal wings. They got to be worth something. You know, if you're when you're at the Stark headquarters, they got a meal plan there that you're not paying for. Your, they got a cafeteria. That's free, right? Yeah, that's the other thing. Why do you even need to go to a bank? Why don't you just pick up your cell phone and call Tony Stark? Well, he's dead, you know. But <laughs> call call Bumblebee. What's her name? Pepper Pod. Call her. Call Pepper Pod. Pepper Pod. Yeah. Yeah. Call her and say Pepper. You know, me and Tony were really close. I need a million dollars. Yeah. My- even though he needed way less than that. My sister like, can needs I get a million dollars? Yeah, my sister needs a fucking kidney. You know, she, they would she's help. cosplaying as Forrest Gump. <laughs> so she needs to- <laughs> Why couldn't he just get a get on Instagram and be like, hey, uh, I need a million dollars? Yeah, what doing a I- Kickstarter. Yeah, I'm done saving the fucking world for free. How about hit me with a hit me with a salary or I hang the wings up? Yeah, hit me with a, a break me break it off. Yeah, <laughs> break me off some, dude. I'm the Falcon, yo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never understood in those in those kind of movies because, like, you never really see a superhero use money. But it's like, yeah, okay. Bruce Banner, the Incredible Hulk, is a scientist, but he ain't catching a salary. This motherfucker is green half his goddamn life and yeah. jumping around state to state fighting aliens and man. he's fucking shit up i mean he's probably got a pretty hefty bill from all the shit he fucked oh up. the incredible hulk's tab has to be fucking <laughs> a nightmare dude yeah yeah he's just pretty much working he's just he's just working it trying to work all that off you know oh my god he's he's like run through a tcby he's like <laughs> fucked mega shit up he's he's fucked up 
gas stations and he's thrown like people's personal vehicles through buildings and shit like the guy's a nightmare all right i was i was thinking of a mashup idea because we were talking water uh you seen that movie the meg with uh, jason statham it's a giant shark yeah the meg what, now what character from another jason statham movie is that is he the transporter is he the he's not what if it was crank high voltage the mag? <laughs> oh, crank the mag? Crank the mag, and he has to get ate by the shark to keep going. Yeah, I mean, he has to keep keep getting bit by the shark so he can keep swimming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was the the whole shit of that movie? Was he he needed his adrenaline or else he'd explode? Yeah, yeah, his heart would stop. So it was like speed with a human. I mean, like the end of Crank One, he's falling out of an airplane, and you're like, "That's he, right, he's yeah. dead." And then they're like, "Nah, dog, we're gonna do a part two of this." Didn't he? Oh yeah, wasn't part of his adrenaline thing? Is he like raw dog the lady in the middle of the street or something? Oh yeah, like in like a some place. Yeah, like um, it was yeah, a he, like raw dog there at a laundromat while people were like shooting guns. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. Like, Shoot! He's shooting a rope, and they're shooting have bullets. You, have you ever seen? Uh, have you ever seen "Shoot 'Em Up" with Clive Owen? Oh yeah, that movie rips, dude. He put, dude, kills somebody with a carrot. Sick. Yeah, <laughs> that movie's fucking sick, dude. Yeah, Clive Owen. He would have been a good James Bond back in the day. Yeah, he sure shit would have. He still could be. He's too old now. I just watched "Closer" with Clive Owen. I don't know what that is. It's with Natalie Portman, Julia Roberts, Clive Owen, and Jude Law. It's a torrid love story. Ooh, torrid love story. Man, and is it torrid? Clive Owen, Clive Owen's like, you know, he finds out Julia Roberts has been fucking Jude Law. Spoiler alert, it came out in 2006, but he's uh, he finds out that uh, Julia Roberts has been banging Jude Law, and he married her, and he came home from a business trip, and she's like, go ahead, ask me anything. And then he hits her with the fucking, did you suck his dick? I mean, it's crazy. And then, but it's like kind of realistic. It's like how dudes would talk, you know? And uh, she's like, yeah. And he's like, (laughs) he just asked her like, was his dick bigger than mine? And like, all dude, he's hitting her with some wild questions in this fucking show, man. I mean, insanity. He's going off. Clive Owen, top tier performer, dude. Top tier. Dude, I really believed him. I really believed that Julia Roberts cheated on him. I was like, damn, Clive Owens is a tour de force. Oh, all right. Asked her if she swallowed his bust. I mean, everything. Where'd you guys fuck? I mean, he's firing him off, dude. It's hey, crazy. Hey, that's a wild. Julia Roberts is just answering a matter-of-factly straight up. We fucked over there. Did he fuck your doggy style? I mean, hitting it. Bang, bang, bang. Oh, How many man, times? Dude, bro. it's wild. That's I felt like I was there, that, bro. That made me feel uncomfortable. You just talking about it. Yeah, I know. It's wild. It made me feel uncomfortable and kind of like, damn, this whoever wrote this has like gone through some shit. Dude. They got they got put through the ringer, bro. Man, by a woman that that by Julia Roberts, probably, because it seemed oddly specific. It was crazy. 
I, I didn't remember that part of the movie. All I remember is Natalie Portman dancing in the wig yeah. and, and Clive Owen, Clive Owen, she's like stripping and Clive Owen's like sitting in front of her. He's asking her all these questions, you know, because Natalie Portman dated Jude Law and Clive Owen dated Julia Roberts and Julia Roberts and Jude Law fucked. And so Clive Owen goes to meet <laughs> Natalie Portman at her stripper job and he and he's asking her all these questions and she's just like, uh, uh, my name's Jane. He's like, your name's fucking, I know you. She's like, actually, my name's Jane. And then just in the middle of talking, he's like, show us your pussy. Because <laughs> like, he's British. And she just does it. It is wild, dude. Call the cops. <laughs> Natalie Portman pulled it out. Yeah, dude, it's crazy. It is a wild show. Oh, Terry. Have hey. you ever seen Closer? Well, I know you were describing Closer, and I, I was like, I wonder, you know, it, it seemed to it lit, hit a little too close to home. You know, my wife left me for another man, and uh, she, right. told, she told me uh, she did the bukkake and the cream pies and all that stuff. She told you she did the bukkake. And the cream pie. These are both things and I had. CP. And I had to Google those. Uh, it was very upsetting oh, to see the interviews. Are you all right? Uh, just up here, just you know, giving you a traffic report. And the traffic's pretty light today. Uh, okay. There's a uh, arts and crafts fair on 4th Street. Uh, nice. Yeah, that's where I met my wife uh, 15 years ago. Oh, God. Ago. Uh-oh. Now, that arts and crafts uh, festival, that's been running every day for 15 years. Is that correct? Yes, we have the longest-running Arts and Crafts Fair in uh, the metropolitan area in the, the continental United States. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, it's been running every day for 15 years. They've had one street. What street is that that they've had shut down for 15 years? It's a, two blocks of 4th Street. Yep. And and that's pretty wild because 4th Street is kind of a main thoroughfare for the rest of the uh, it, city. It, it really jams up traffic from about 8 to 6, but not today. It's a, lot of, a lot of people took the bus into town. A lot of okay. A lot of people getting off the buses here and there, and and the light rail, people are using that, and the above ground rail, and and the underground rail. Can I ask you something about when you googled low. cream pie? <laughs> huh? Can I ask you something about when you googled cream pie? Were you relieved at first, and then you you went a little deeper? And... Well, I just thought it was the cream pie treat, right? Uh, and uh, boy, I just didn't need to see that. Yep. You know, it really, it, it, it really scarred me. Now you know me. what it is. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm still trying to recover from it, working through it in group therapy. It's me and a bunch of guys that have been recently divorced. God, that's got to be a sad group. Uh, you know, we, we talk about our favorite TV dinners and Yikes. Uh, the singles night at the bowling alley. Uh, you know, Uh-oh. I made a friend Todd there. That's where I made my new friend Todd. And, and another guy named Terry. So oh, two Terrys. Two Terrys and a Todd. Uh, you know, yeah. we're, we're going out on. You know, we hit up the Applebee's happy hour. It's, mm-hmm. uh, Just a full crew. It, you know, it keeps me. Uh, you know, keeps me social. Nice. Well, uh, well, get, I'm sorry you're going through that, Terry. Well, sometimes you got to go through with the ringer to make the sauce. Yep, I've heard that saying uh, before, as a matter of fact, and it, it makes sense every single time I hear it. <clears throat> well, I just want to remind people to stop by Arby's on Route 4 Arby's. That's right. Right got, down from the arts and crafts. We got the meats. Well, it sounds like Terry found out his wife got somebody 
cream is somebody horsey sauce in his wife's beef and cheddar. You know what I mean? Speaking, I got the meats. It seems like Terry's wife got the meats. <laughs> yeah, she got the meats. Yeah, she got the sauce, the meats, the cheese. She got it all. It, it also sounds like she got more than the meats. It sounds like she got the house. He <laughs> yeah. re- I mean, he's fucking struggling, dude. Yeah, yeah. He got put through the ringer. That guy is the sauce. You know what I you mean? Hear that, you hear he's hanging out with a bunch of other dorks with teen names? <laughs> My God, that poor bastard. I was in the break room. What, uh, so what happened? He, he ain't- he's hanging out with another guy named Terry and a guy named fucking Toby or Tom or. So he's, there's a two Terry crew. Oh man. Yeah, there's a there's double Terry and a crew, and they're all <laughs> they're all divorced dudes that you know. They go to divorce club and they cry about how their wives mistreated them or whatever. He's poor sex of shit, man. But I guess the arts and crafts fair is going off without a hitch. That sounds that sounds terrible. Fifteen years running. All right. Well, let's see here. Hold on. Hey, it, it got here word so quick mouth. today. It's word of mouth. And God, I, this episode flew. It flew by. Uh, man, we had a boat story. Remember when you sunk that houseboat? Damn. Yeah, yeah, that was a pretty wild story. Uh, I'm going to recommend a book today. It's called When Likes Aren't Enough. It's about how social media is kind of ruining us. And it's about uh, the psychology of happiness and how how to be happy and shit like that. Whoa. When Likes Aren't Enough. It's written by a guy named Tim Bono. I met him in person. He seemed like a pretty good guy. He's a PhD. He, He did a lot of studies on happiness actual psychology study so uh, when likes aren't enough give it a give it a crack give it a whack check it out of your local library whatever what have you damn that's sick dude so how far are you did you finish it i read it a couple years ago it was just sitting right here next to me and i was like maybe i should recommend that all right god you crank books maybe you know what i'm Uh, gonna i'm gonna um I bet you could read a book a month. If you read a book a month, you'd read twelve books a year and make a big difference. That's true. I'm still, uh, I'm still on Blood Meridian by Cormac McCarthy. I, I really, I, it's so hard for me to read it. I'm like, I really struggle. Well, I, you know, I mean, I'll ban- if a book is too hard for me to read, I'll just abandon it. You know what I mean? And if that's it, kind of what I've done, it's been sitting it, on my coffee table for and a about three hundred pages is the max I'll go for a book. I don't do anything over three hundred. I'm sorry, I'm out. If you can't tell me, don't apologize. If you can't tell me in three hundred pages what the fuck's up, then I don't need to know what the fuck's up, bro. Don't don't be okay. hiding. Don't be hiding it in there a five hundred page book. You know. I mean, don't yell at me. I hear you. Um. Well then, I well then I'm gonna I'm gonna do a book. All right, my man's doing. Can I a run book. and get it? Can I run and get it so I could show you? I, yeah. I've read some of it. My Just man, riff, daddy. My man has been reading. Ran the ran the riff. Riff Club, book man. <laughs> oh, man, I feel so alone when Rand's not here. I could never do a podcast by myself. you got to be a real wizard to do that. He's gone. He's searching his house. I, I, he's pulling out boxes. I, he's got knickknacks. He's got tchotchkes. He's got trinkets. He's got all sorts of stuff. I see the shadows. Here he is. He's got a book. He's going to hold it up. He's going to show it to me. What's All right, check this out. This right. is one of these. This is one of these books. It's just fun to have on a coffee table. But you always have a cool book that you're like. This is about how social media is killing us. This is about how what if dragons were still around? Yeah, you know, yeah. you got all these cool books. I wanted to to 
there's a series and this one is called it's from my grandpa's books my my grandpa when he passed away i got all his books this one's called weird ohio it Ooh. sits on my coffee table and let me tell you something dude there is some shit up in here that is pretty fucking cool and they make them about everybody they make them about all 50 states um it's by james a willis andrew henderson and lauren coleman and dude this is a travel guide to the local legends and best kept secrets so if i just if i just you know to a random page there's a whole thing on unexplained phenomenons uh U- ufos and galleon skies there's one ohio's classic mib case and i mean that's about three pages uh, there's a, this guy named John Reese that had a bunch of weird talents. Spontaneous human combustion uh, happened in Ohio that they talk about. There's the history of pancakes in Ohio. I mean, this shit goes everywhere. Bizarre beasts. They got the Loveland Frogman up in here. This uh, shit. Yeah, yeah. To sit on a coffee table, how many people have come over, not during the pandemic, but have looked through this thing and been like, this is pretty fucking crazy. Get the Weird Ohio series. Get in the Patreon. I don't know what I'm saying, but you know what I mean. I hear you, man. I hear you. Weird Ohio. Check it out. They got those books. Uh, they got one for your state, whatever state you're in. There's probably a weird, weird Wyoming if you like it. Uh, so a weird West Virginia. Uh, West Virginia would probably have the, uh, the Mothman in there. And uh, there's some other. Probably. There's some other monster they have. Uh, I can't remember. I read a story about it recently. Uh, Chupacabra. No, uh, that's in uh, Mexico. Okay. Sorry. Skunk ape. That's Florida. Florida's a skunk ape. There's a lot of Bigfoot sightings in this weird Ohio book. Yeah, Bigfoot. Makes but I'll tell you what, the weird Ohio book, fun read, fun for the coffee table. You got guests coming over. You know, people walk over. People are people are looking around. They're thumbing through your things. You don't want them. You don't want to sit your bills on the coffee table. Then everybody knows you blew a toll yeah. in the state of Illinois. You know what I mean? You don't want people to know you. They got a picture of your Prius that you blew a toll in the state of Illinois. All right, man. Well, we got to I got to wrap it up. I, I feel like somebody's knocking on my door, so I got to wrap it up. But it's been great. Seeing you feel you. like someone's knocking on your door. Or somebody is. Someone is absolutely knocking on my door. But. <laughs> okay. All right. Like, All right. share, subscribe. Tell your friends. All right. Rift City. <laughs> All right, dude. Good to see you. All right, doggy.